what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The moment you've all been waiting for, and it's happening so early in the season. I am all by my lonesome in the st- – oh, no, I'm not. Let me, we'll get to that here in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fantasy Formula, the greatest podcast in Western North Carolina. This is episode two, volume cuatro. Yes, I said cuatro, breaking up in Spanish. I'm trilingual over here. We'd like to get this thing started with the introduction of our starting lineup. Executive producer, the man in the big glass window I'm looking through, Chris Farai. I don't never think he can hear us, but he raised his hand. I guess that's not soundproof. Anyway, uh, the man pressing all the buttons, making me sound great. And Chad, bringing Chad up to par, Jimmy Johnson. And, ladies and gentlemen, we have, we, we're so honored today. We have a special guest filling in from Chad. Chad is doing a rehab stint. So we, uh, we're filling in this, this week with one of our own fantasy members. He has shown some strength in the leagues. He's not a lot to look at. That's why we have him on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, John Mark Russell. How we doing, everybody? Well, John's glad to have you here. And, of course, now there's me, the one and only, the master of disaster, the man who sailed the seven seas. I've lived with the Bushmen. I've climbed the highest peaks. I drink Dos Equis on a regular basis, and I am... The most interesting man in the world, Addison Fox, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. John Mark, let me tell you, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, it's a pleasure to have you here. And, uh, you know, Chad's, uh, Chad's obviously out. His presence is uh, greatly noticed not being here, thank God. But uh, we want to bring you in. We want to bring one of our own in to, uh, to chit-chat and talk about, you know, a few things. We're going, we're going to talk about some running backs today, see where, see where you are on drafting, and uh, then we'll, you know, we'll have some other little topics to talk about. But one topic I want to talk about. Before, before you get started, Addison, let me just say. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Very, sh- very happy to be here. Oh, oh sure. You let know, me let me give and, you a little spin. And I know why you have me here. I know why you're bringing me in here. I won our league last year, and you really want to pick my brain to figure out how you can get your first championship. Did you really win? Now, yes, Wait, I, I did. I won our league. You paid me money, and I oh. spent it on Dos Equis. Wow. So, anyways, wow. back wow. to the point. Let's talk about what you want to talk about, but at the same time. Before, you know, we, before we get to we need to thank the people who actually make this so we can talk well, about let's, it. Well, let's get to that. You can go ahead and do your thing. We'd like to thank the Greater Hickory Classic, Jimmy Correll people, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Correll. Uh, the Great Eric Classic at Rock Barn Golf and Spa and Conover, October 13th through 19th. Um, you can get your tickets um, or ticket info at greaterhickorykeaclassic.com. Uh, feel free to take a gander to the website, but Jimmy Carell puts on a great show and uh, looking forward to uh, going out there again this year. Now, just a little side note, uh, John Mark, you know, that's where I met my wife. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. I thought you'd give me a little more than that was fun. Fine, be that way. <laughs> How about a high five? There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I want to start first talking about start talking about I want to the big hype this week with preseason. You know, first off, we we got to see football. Oh yeah, was I it mean, fun how, or what? Last week in the last week in the studio, I was I was vibrating. I was doing my Jane Fonda workout. <laughs> Chad was absolutely. <laughs> I'm rolling. glad I missed that. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty hysterical, man. I did like four push-ups <laughs> and about fell over. You know, the big hype was 
Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Did you see the highlights? Oh, I saw it. I didn't. I want to. I want to get. I want. Let's hear your take on Johnny Football. And what do you think he will do this year? Well, first of all, the way it was filmed, uh, they were all over him. I mean, uh, the cameras, the people talking about him, the people who showed up for the game. One of my favorite things is when he came out, how many people left the game. Oh, the, the, the city the of Cleveland. You see the announcers say, look, well, I'm thanking everybody leaving, God, we'll be able to get out of the stadium right. very quickly. That, that, was the most, that was the most comical part of the whole day. But uh, Johnny Football all in all, uh, I think he's going to be exciting to watch this year. Now, I mean, starter? Not starter. You know, too early to tell in preseason. Uh, looks like they're going to be split in time this week. But I think uh, by – by game three in this starter for the season. I mean, I kind I liked him. I mean, he had he threw some good balls, but I will say this. I mean, look, it was the Cleveland Browns, but Hoyer, look, Hoyer, he's been in the league a while, and he's. I'm not gonna say he didn't look bad, but I'll tell you what. I'm gonna give some. I'm gonna give some shout outs to the third string at Cleveland. All right, uh, Tyler. No, I just had a brain fart. Tyler, um, Kansas City. Um, I just had a complete brain fart. What is his name? Tyler. Who are you uh, talking about? Wide receiver? No, Tyler. Uh, he played for Kansas City, played at Coastal Carolina. Third string. He actually had a let him downfield, went like 4-4. Four four. Um, what is his name? Look it up for me, Mr. Statman. Tyler Benjamin? No. Quarterback for uh, uh, Cleveland. Third string. Who is it? You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, I, I can't remember his name. Anyway, that's why he's the third string. Anyway, I would give a shout-out because uh, he uh, – my college coach coached him, uh, was his first NFL player, and he stayed in the league. He's a veteran. He's been in the league seven years. He started for Kansas City for a few years. But uh, he actually looked good. I watched that game. But Johnny Football did play fairly well. Um, I liked it. Hoyer did throw some good balls, overthrew some. Uh, but Johnny Football does give a another dimension. And I was – I will say I was a little bit impressed. I mean, I will have to say running. the reason I didn't know that guy's name is because I turned the game off as soon as Johnny Football went <laughs> so off the field. You were like well. one of the thousands that left the stadium. I was one of the, I left the stadium as well, but just on my TV, you know, I just turned the channel and said, you know, I'm gonna watch Full House or something like that. Some reruns of Saved by the Bell. I rather watch that than watch the rest of the Cleveland Browns football. No, you did not just watch so. John Saget. Oh Lord, have mercy. But what, anyways, uh, well, look, I want to get in. I want to get into. I know a lot of people are in their draft right now, and uh, yeah, I was. We've already. I've already participated in one draft like many of y'all out there already have and since this is my show today since I'm in the big boy chair bring it bring it hard um, I want to go by the philosophy that I've I think some other people go by but it tends the middle of the year no matter if you're in PPR or standard league you get bit by yep and it's the running back bug whether you're in a PPR league or not the running back bug gets you now what I want to do is since I have uh, some new fresh blood to bounce off of I want to see I want to hear your top ten running backs as you see them this year in a standard league. We're in a standard sure. format league. And then I'll give you my top ten. And then we'll compare. Then I want to get some sleepers from you who you think's going to shine. Not necessarily in that top ten, but just in general maybe some – look, this guy's coming up. I've heard rumors. Right. So, when we'll start off, I want to get your top ten running backs in a standard PPR league and then go down the list and then we'll discuss and we'll go through mine. All right. First off the bat, LaShawn McCoy. Solid. I got a number two, Jamal Charles. Okay. Uh, one helped me win the championship last year. Okay, let's quit living in the past. <laughs> uh, we got Forte, number three. Adrian Peterson, number four. Eddie Lacy, number five. Giovanni Bernard, number six. Monty Ball, seven. DeMarco Murray, eight. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, nine. Zach Stacy, number ten. Wow. 
I got some different ones in there. You You've might not got see. a whole mixed bag. Yes, I, I am. Look, you, you have nothing. Wow, this is going to be. I'm great not going to go right off the. Uh, you know what no, they say on I mean, Look, I, look and, uh, I'm going to give you some props. You got a championship in your ring. You got a championship on your finger. You got a championship ring. But uh, man, that was. It's a little broad. I mean, that's. I mean, it's a little strong. I'm gonna agree with some of them. Now, mine. This is. Uh, I won't go through mine. Well, uh, Jamal Charles number one, Lashawn McCoy number two, AP number three, Forte number four, Eddie Lacy number five. And I hate saying this, but I know he's gonna put up numbers. And but I don't like him. And I think it's more personal. Demarco Murray number six, mm. Monty Ball number seven. Which I think there's a question mark there. This with Denver because, look, I think that I've looked at some CJ Anderson may get some carries, and I don't know. That's kind of a mixed bag there. I know Monty Ball's a guy. That's but still, that whole offense gets points. If you're on that field with Peyton Manning, you're getting points. Um, Marshawn Lynch, number eight, which I think there could be a question mark there too. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, number nine, and my boy Houday Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> Now let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back to yours. Now you, your first one was Lashawn McCoy. Yep, yep, yep. Now a lot of people have him number one. Number one, number two. That's going to be a good pick. I think with Philly, with Coles back there or Nick Foles back there, I think that's going to be a good choice. I think that's a good solid pick. Uh, your number two was uh, number two was Charles Jamal Charles. No brainer. Charles Jamal Charles is going to have a gargantuous year. Now, now I've heard uh, he's got three uh, offensive linemen that have left and don't have them anymore. So don't think it that. matters with him. I think he's a good enough back and kind of speed around the ends where I think he's going to be running more of the ends and he's not going to be more of the AP, you know, smash mouth football type running back. Right. Um, the third was I had Forte. You had Peterson. Forte. In a PPR league, he catches more you passes. You know what? I tr- you're right. In a PPR league, true. For a standard, even in standard league, I've seen him go with his ADP from three all the way up to. I've seen him as high seven. I think that's a reach. I think a lot of people when what it comes hurts to him seven though. That's a lot of wide receivers. Well, and quarterbacks get. I think his from. quarterback is hurting him a little bit. Right. I mean, Cutler. I Cutler's gonna have a killer year. I don't know what well, you're he talking sh- about. If he does, he should. I if mean, he's healthy. If he's healthy. Right. If he's if healthy, he's, he's going to be a top five healthy. quarterback. I mean, you, you got uh, Jeffrey, you got uh, uh, Marshall. Uh, Marshall, then you got uh, is it Bennett. Bennett, Bennett came in from yeah. New York. Yeah, and I, those, that's a pretty good receiver. And then out of the backfield, yeah. I mean, the pass sets up the run. Oh, yeah. It's always given. So, And they were good last year. They just uh, came up a little bit short. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's see. Number four, number five you had. Uh, Eddie Lacy, I think we're both what do you think on the money there. You know, I think the he's this is his second year. Right. You know, rookie out of Alabama. What, give me your take on Eddie Lacy. Well, here's what I think. Just like you said, the running sets up the pass and vice versa. So, Aaron Rodgers being healthy all year, that that offense is going to be like Denver's. Yeah, it's both just going to thrive in both sectors of You're passing right. and running. But I always see the Denver running backs – it, whether it be, I mean, you had last year you had No Sean, then you had Monty Ball, then you had I think some CJ, you had some a, a mixed bag of running backs right. there. Eddie Lacy was kind of got I think dinged up, then you had some James uh, some James Stark sightings. Right. But for some reason, I see more Green Bay running backs, more ground and pound in Green Bay's game. Right, I and, agree with but that. But yet they have one of the most still the most explosive offenses. Oh yeah, and, uh, and, and that's why never. Yeah, yeah, I know, and that's why I see I I see the Monty Balls and most people's top ten. And I just have a hard – I put him there based on that, but in my gut I'm like, eh. It's kind you know? of hard to put Monty Ball. I mean, I have him as number seven, but I'm also thinking he could be in the top uh, – 15. I had, I had him number seven too, and I think he's – but I think, you know, you try to look at some other stuff, but you go through your gut and what the, last year's performance 
and how they're going to be coming up, you know, the third, fourth year in the league. So you got to anticipate, you know, you take all those little factors in and say, sure. you know what, they're going to have a good year. Right. Uh, see, number six, you had uh, Giovanni Bernard. That's my boy. Now, you have him a whole lot higher than I do. Now, you know, I'm a Tar Heels, so he's definitely my boy as I'm well. I'm a Bengals fan. You know what I mean? And I tell you, Giovanni, uh, that little quick son of a bitch, is killing it. There was a play last year that he, uh, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was the Steelers. I will say the Steelers because, you know, everybody knows I can't stand Steelers. I hate, I really don't like them. <laughs> Tell us uh, how Ste- you really feel. I really don't like Steelers, Russell, <laughs> Chad. They, they're horrible. Uh, anyway, that he got around the corner, and he, he trotted around the corner, and he hit that corner. Oh, he's gone. And they had, they had the aerial, like the, the dome cam or the, the aerial cam on it. Right. And it showed him trotting, and he hit the corner. Boom. And right. he hit fifth gear, and he was gone. He was like, oh, and, then, and you saw the angles from the corners because he was, he was a rookie. Right. So they didn't have a lot of scouting on him. And boy, the angles just changed. I mean, there weren't no straight angles. They were angle- – oh, we missed it. Right. But the speed he's got. Oh, I've been seeing it since his college days. And let me tell you, <laughs> with Chad East not being here, one of my favorite games I was ever at was at the Tar Heel Stadium. And uh, last kick of the game, they kicked it to Giovanni Bernard as a punt. And my man ran it back for the win. He's got jets. That He's got some jets. was the fastest I've ever seen somebody run, other than maybe the Olympics. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Number that was number seven. Uh, number eight. Who Jeff? Well, that was uh, my six. Number oh, six. seven was Monty Ball. Okay, we've talked uh, about him. Yeah, yeah. A little question mark on him for both of us. Uh, Demarco Murray was eight. Now we talked about Demarco Murray. Now he's injury prone, so and that's I mean and that's I, where I don't I don't I wouldn't put him on my team. He's a hard running back, and that's why I think his he blows his wide probably five six game. Now last year he proved wrong. He had I think he had twelve thirteen hundred yards rush. Had a decent, but then they had they had sub in. I think uh, Ruben uh, Ruben Rand, Joseph Randall came in right. toward the end of the year for him. But and Joseph Randall this for, for drafts come up. That's not a bad. If you can get Joe's right, he probably may be their waiver. He may be later rounds. But if you're going deep on running backs, I think if you're in the same boat as John Marquez being injury prone, which I kind of lean that way, that he may make it five or six games. Drafting a Joseph Randall and say if you get him into later rounds, the 13th, the 12th, 13th round, if he's available as a second, as a, your second string, not bad choice. Let's get real. Dallas is going to suck. They are going to be absolutely awful. Maybe the worst team in the NFC this year. It, they very well could. They be. are going to have some troubles, and they're just defense, going to be on the offense or defense. They're not going to be able to stop anything. It's going to be pretty uh, fun to watch for people who don't like Dallas. I can't year. wait. The Chad comes in. We we'll start talking the lines of the games. I'm taking the over. <laughs> I'm taking the over in line against Dallas every time this right. year. Right. Uh, who uh, who'd you have next? We both had Bell for number nine. Well, maybe on Bell. You know what these. He could be a higher pick for me. He could be a six. Some even. people said that, and I think uh, this past draft, he was – I want to say he was – I think he may have been a six or seven round pick, pick back picked. So he went a little bit higher. I've seen his ADP go from, from nine all the way back to 13. So, I mean, it, go, it can go either way with him. Give me your take on Le'Veon Bell. You know uh, – I really don't know much to say about him, but I have a lot of people don't based on last year's stats. And that's I have I nothing hoping. to say about him. I was hoping you came prepared. I think he's just going to be good. I was hoping you came prepared uh, you for know, the I'm, I'm giving I'm you prepared in my own I'm way. Dro- I'm, I'm lobbing <laughs> a serve over to you, and you just <laughs> fumble. Lord. I think you feel the same way. Tell me what you feel about him. Let me look. Let me have bail with that offense. I think you got you've depleted a little bit of the, the receiving core in, in Pittsburgh. The running back is in the last three years. This is the first consistent running back they've had. Through uh, the Minute Hall days, um, you've had um, Die, I think, uh, Die, Minute Hall, a few others. 
I think that they are going to give him the carries. They found a back that can handle the load. And, you know, Ben, here it comes, everybody. Ben Rosenberger uh, <laughs> will get his, you know, he's getting a little older. So they're going to have, he's going to be the primary one, two back. Uh, they're going to third down back coming in, obviously. But Le'Veon Bell, I think, may, he could be the sleeper. He's going to be the one that later on by week three or four, be like, man, he should have gone four or five. He should have been up there. But will LeGarrette Blunt take his red, red zone? Uh, <sighs> I've heard, carries. and you know what? That, it's funny you bring that up. That was one of the main, that's something we talked about at the draft this that's past week. That's a big boy hitting up on that middle. LeGarrette Blunt's big, but, you know, he's maybe. You know what? It's a question mark. But Le'Veon Bell's got some speed. He's got he's got some legs on him. He's young. Legarrette Blunt's got some age on him. Um, I don't know. That's that. You know that's good. That's a good. That was a good point you brought up. The goal line carries. Oh yeah. Uh, if maybe Le'Veon Bell could finish off before you know they get to the third to that situation, but we'll see. Uh, give me your next one. Uh, number ten was Zach Stacy. Now this is I've seen him all over the board. I've seen him as high as fifteen. I've seen him as low as as low as seven. You know, St. Louis is in the same situation we just talked about with Pittsburgh. They finally found their – Daryl Richardson, it was running back by committee. Daryl Richardson's gone. Um, and Zach Stacy's come in and is going to get the, the bulk of the carries. There is no committee here. I think you got Isaiah Peed and uh, another guy there that may compete. But right now, I think that um, Zach Stacy's the man. Excuse me, he's going to get the bulk of the carries. There's no, there's no question about it. They're saying that Benny Cunningham might be getting a little, a little competition for the. Well, players. yeah, but I think Zach Stacy's proven right now, and I think, I think for a draft point for that, for the pick he's going. No, I think Zach Stacy will prove the. Yeah, I think he'll prove his worth throughout the year this year. I mean, Benny Cunningham maybe, but nah, I'm gonna say not. Now, That's the two guy. names that we don't see on this top ten that me and you both did not put on. There. What you got? We did not put. Uh, let's see here, uh, Alfred Morris. Or uh, he's Arian Foster, being that he's still injured, or Doug Martin, who was like a number two, okay, Doug three Martin, pick. I think last most year. people that pick Doug Martin, they are, hate him. They, they hate him. <laughs> and you know what? The fact that you bring him up, they hate you now. <laughs> no, I think you know one of one I want to talk about is Marshawn Lynch. Uh, you know, one, and this is me going in the mind of Marshawn Lynch. One. I'm holding out. I want more money. Seattle says, eh, no, you get none. Then you got my boy, Christina Michael, who is a speedster, hard, fast running back, and is chomping at the bit. And I think uh, last night, Marshawn Lynch, there was an altercation. I think Marshawn Lynch may have been involved in uh, off-field incident. And the Seattle, coming off their big win, doesn't want anything to tarnish. And they have, you know – they got Robert Turbin in there as well coming out. Yeah, but Christie's Michael is, I think, the heir apparent. Robert Turbin's a veteran, but I think um, Michael Christina Michael is going to be the man that's going to be getting the most of the carries uh, if Marshawn Lynch falters. Which this guy, on, the guy behind this microphone, is saying that Marshawn Lynch won't be the back, even though he won't be the back. It's kind of tough to take a man like that out. You're true. He's got him a but you know what? Super Bowl. He may take his own self out. Well, he I'm is quiet. Saying, Those quiet goes, guys, you never know what's I'm going on saying, there. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what, I, I think, you know, I, I'm not sure. I haven't got any more information about this little off-field incident or what it was. But, you know, to become the Super Bowl champions, you don't want anything tarnishing those images and something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll I'm see. just saying, Christina Michael did have two uh, preseason last year, had two 
uh, return, uh, I think a punt and a kickoff return for touchdown. The boys got some jets. And he's going to run I've taken some mock drafts, and they got uh, Marshawn Lynch going maybe 23-24. I mean, which is But wild. there's a reason why. Right. Because some other people are thinking, you know what, He's, he didn't get paid. And you got to think of mentality. I'm going, he's going to work. Well, they said, we're not giving you a race. But they're also that he's been so many years without getting injured, people are almost betting on he's going to get injured because, hey, he hasn't gotten injured yet. Everybody's going to get injured eventually, so do you want to put your eggs in that basket? That's true. That's true. Well, look, we're going, we're going to take a quick break, uh, and we'll be back in a minute. We'll talk some more about uh, some more running backs. We'll go down to about the 20th value spot uh, or 20th ADP. Uh, on some list, and uh, we'll talk about it so y'all get some more information for your draft. We'll be right back. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And now, as promised, back to your show. All right, we are back. I mean, we've had some heated discussions while we're away for a commercial, but, you know, we, we want to talk about some more other running backs. I know that people are having question marks maybe about where they're going to draft. You know, the guys we've talked about so far is generally going to be about the first-round picks. One through ten, uh, you may have some of those bleeding to second. The next group of running backs are going to be the third, second, third, fourth round backs. All right, because you're going to need to get your you get your key receivers. Um, but these are going to be the guys. I think there's some question marks on how these guys are going to form, and we'll, we'll debate that a little bit. Um, our first one uh, that we'll talk about is Andre Ellington, a boy out of Arizona. John Mark, give me your take on him. What do you think with the situation of the last few years? Uh, with uh, with men, I think Mendenhall was in uh, was in 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 in, um, in Arizona, and they had um, uh, Steve Steve and the Rod Howling, and they had Ellington last year. He's out of Clemson. This is his second, maybe I think third year, big I, year, big year. I out think of it's going to be a big year for Andre. I mean, I think uh, all these Clemson boys are showing up in the dang uh, yeah, league, and he's got to show some dang flavor, man. Boy, this, this Clemson's he's, he's basically strong, saying, man. you know what, you boys ain't going to show me up, man. <laughs> I'm a Clemson Tiger, too, and we're going to show the world what Clemson Tigers do. But, uh, yeah, man, I think he, getting more touches, I think he's going to have a big season. I mean, uh, does he catch much passes? I haven't really looked into that much. But uh, Well, one thing I noticed you know, is uh, the other, uh, this last preseason game, Carson Palmer did. I think Carson Palmer is, is getting kind of the, as I refer to it, is the Peyton Manning mindset. He's settling back. You know, he's, he went five for five, Grants preseason, but yet he went against number ones on both sides. Get rid of the ball, yeah, don't he touch five, me, don't touch me. He went five for five, little dump passes, more of the West Coast offense type deal where he's not slinging the ball downfield. Which means that Andre's going to get more He's going to get some more, but I think you will see, I'm, I think as that sets that type of offense sets up the run. As again, the pass always sets up the run. And I think Andre Allenton is, is poised for a big year. You know, if – there, if there were some sleepers, somebody to move up, I think he's one of them. I agree he's not that. bringing a lot of flash. He's his third year. He's, he's in his, the the prime third year spot, third year in the league. He's in an offense that has really he doesn't really have any competition. It's in a tough conference on defense. Tough conference, but you're talking about a playoff team right. uh, last year, and I think quarterbacks get a little age on them. They're not going to be running car, running Carl Farmer out to left to right. It's going to be drop back, dive, handoff counter, swing pass out. So I think Andre Ellington could have a huge year in standard. And PPR league. I agree with that. Um, the next one, um, 
this is a question mark, and I don't know. You know, people are going to debate this, and we're going to say C.J. Spiller. Where, what, what, what do we, what do we do with that? I mean, he was last year. I was poised to pick him, <clears throat> and when he was one of the top five, but I thought he was going to have a breakout year. He's a freak of nature, but he got hurt. What do we, Fred Jackson came in, actually got some decent Cute. points, but C.J. Spiller, go. I- what I think I think me? CJ uh, another Clemson Tiger, so there you go oh, again. I mean, everywhere. Yeah, so another Clemson Tiger. Uh, so you know, I think he's going to come out another fast guy, a lot like Giovanni what about Bernard. Injuries? You know, uh, question mark for all these dudes for in- injuries. I mean, you could say about any any of these running backs, maybe. Less than three. Granted, of them. I know they're in the NFL and they're playing sport. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, there's not too many of them that haven't gotten injuries before. But yes, CJ Spiller's definitely injury prone. Uh, but, you know, I think he's going to be uh, fantastic this year. Now, is Fred Jackson going to come in and get more of those touches again like he did last year? No. There's uh, actually, uh, I think CJ's going to get, he's going to be one and two, and then there's going to be Because CJ was be on my team last year and crapped all over me. There's, so. uh, there's somebody, there's another back. Um, um, this shows how bad we are that I don't. I can't look up online who he is right now. You're talking about Bryce Brown. Bright. Thank you, Bryce Brown. Look, my, this is my take. Bryce Brown, granted, a few years removed, was the, high, the top high school running back coming out of the country. And then look what he did when McCoy, uh, McCoy got hurt last year. Those two games, All right? Blew it up. Right. Blew it up. So Bryce Brown, I think Fred Jackson. Uh, he's got his hands full, and I think if C.J. Spiller goes down, I think this uh, – look, I think Bryce – after watching him run, I picked, I picked him up. Too, I picked up Bryce Brown for those two games where he just went hog wild. Right. And, you know, I, if he can do that in a game, he can do that in any game. So – but I well, think C.J. Uh, Spiller – look, C.J. Spiller has not proved to me that he can – He right now he's kind of looks to me like kind of like Ryan Matthews. Now, he did have the stats where if he had played – the year before last, the full season, right. he was on pace for almost like 1,800 yards. So, C.J. Spiller has the capability of being the one of the premier backs. Now, granted, he's in Buffalo. I think he's also a third-rounder is what he is. C.J. Spiller is a third-round pick. I don't know if, I don't know if C.J. Spiller slips through third round. I don't know. I think he's – I think he may be too. Now, he, late set, I don't know if he falls that far down the ladder. Depends on the draft you're in, you know. I mean, if you're in the scrub drafts like you are in, I understand that. How you <laughs> I'm split. in your draft, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, if you let him let him fall, I will not. CJ Spurs not going to be a third round back. Now, okay, you never now, know. Maybe for, this is a very heavy wide receiver draft as well. A lot of people are going wide receiver true. big in this. And I'm going look again. My philosophy that I'm going this year. I'm going running back. I'm not going to be bitten by the bug by week nine, ten when you're trying to make the playoff push and you're on the waiver wire going. What the hell am I going? And you're Chris picking up Chris Obadiah or whoever off from. I mean, you're <laughs> struggling to pick up running backs. Let's see. We'll go down the list a little more. Um, Ryan Matthews. Now, I'll give you my little spill first on Ryan Matthews. Now, he's he's been good. He's, he showed some glimmers of being fantastic, and I mean fantastic. But again, until last year, he'd only played half of his NFL games due to injury. Now, I think he's 100 healthy, but. Just like the other day, he gets to the goal line, running strong. And what happens when he Fumbalaya. gets to Fumbleitis. <laughs> There's not a pill you can take for it. Nope. And you know what? I think the Chargers have got to be worried about that. You know, because all they – I think they got they got Danny Woodhead in reserve. Right. Uh, there, I think there may be a few others. That probably probably will end up starting. <laughs> look, Danny Wood is not – look, Danny Wood is not a bad choice. I mean, he's – last time I checked, he's never missed an NFL game. I could be wrong with that, but he's not missed an NFL game. He's durable. He plays the game. Now, 
I don't know if I necessarily would start Danny Woodhead. I've seen him start in other leagues before. But Ryan Matthews still, he has to prove to me that he can be healthy for more than half the season. I always put a question mark there because, and that's why he's a little bit farther down. Now, the one sleeper I think could be a little bit higher with his new West Coast offense that's being implemented in New York is my boy Rashad Jennings. Yeah, I think Rashad Jennings had some good games filling in out in Oakland when uh, McFadden got hurt last year. I, th- he, I think he's prone to have a great year. Um, now he's he's not he's not tested as a starter, as a true starter. But right now, there's not really much competition in New York. Rashad Jennings is the man. He came in and signed him to be the starter. So I think right now, I like the run, New York running backs. They always run hard. And I think with the, with the new offensive coordinator in New York, Eli is going to they're going to switch it up a whole lot. It all depends on if Eli can run that offense this year. Does he throw interceptions? Is the defense on the field more than the offense? God, he, he killed me. I mean, I, this is the first year I, 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 didn't, I generally picked Eli because I liked him. Because, I mean, the first right. game he comes out last year, throws for 490-some yards. Right. But then he next week goes for like a buck fifty. Are they going to be the uh, the team that has the John Fox of the Carolina Panthers run, run, pass every time where everybody knows what they're going to do every time? I don't know. You know, so I mean, <laughs> you don't you, you don't know you don't what know, you're but I think him as a you know, I commend people getting their first start uh, for a, you know, I am the man. Let me roar. Let's go, and uh, I think it'll be good for him. Now here's a debate where a lot of people this is going where a lot of people will stretch, and a lot of people are probably waiting on this one. What about Bishop Sankey? <laughs> Bishop Sakey. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I haven't done much research on this guy, but uh, I know nothing about him. I mean, is he supposed to be the bomb? Rookie running back. Um, and a lot of people, they say he runs hard. I mean, I, I, I'm going to – you know what? I've always want to give people a chance. I'm, he could be a third, fourth-round pick. And he went – if I'm not mistaken, he went fourth round in our league – no, I'm taking that back. He went third round league because you know who he's competing against? Sean Green. Yep. Come on. Sean Green. Another guy that will go down. So, go down. <laughs> no, there's no going down. He's on the th- he's third down back. Bishop Sankey, from what we've the the depth charts we've researched here is is he's number one. He's the man right now. Now he's a ro- he's a rookie, so we're gonna see where he's gonna where he's gonna fall into. But a lot of people are wondering, where do I spend the draft choices high? I don't think he'll slide down to five or six. You're not going to get him there. You're going to be up to – he's going to be a third or fourth round. You have to get him there. It's going to be a it's going to be a risk-reward type pick. So, B. Larry, I know you're going to be looking – you're going to be in a situation – a lot of y'all are going to be in a situation where you're going to be a running back. You may have a choice for a good quarterback. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a number one running back in Tennessee. And they've always, in general, put up some points. And – He's projected, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm he's just projected saying, two touchdowns rushing, uh, two seven touchdowns rushing, and two touchdowns receiving I'm just, with a thousand yards rushing. I'm saying, I mean, they've got this thing down to a science, and you know, we have we've got it down to a, a fantasy formula here at the fantasy formula. <laughs> so we're projecting that Bishop Sankey is going to have a blow up year. I'm calling it right now, sleeper. In, uh, NFL rookie of the year. All right, there, there, it's right there. I'll make sure no, to pick him before you do that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, and the last one other thing I want to talk about. This is one that uh, kind of gets people. What do you do? How do you pick him? Which running back do you pick in New England, if any? Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen? Yes, sir. Well, what about Ridley? I thought Ridley was starting. You know. Uh, well, it could be like, next week and then next week. It you know. seems like Vereen was the one that pulled the weight last year. Kind well, of really, because really, Ridley uh, dislocated or broke his finger right. on, on, on the handoff. Poor and he, fella. And he couldn't, yeah. Poor fella. 
I'm saying you never know what you're going to get. Everybody's like, really? Marine? Really? Marine? Well, with that offense and the dang secrets they hold where they're looking at everybody else's secrets, you never know. I know, I know. And uh, let's see. There's one other one I'll talk about. Then we can uh, we'll get out. We'll cut this, make this short and sweet. Ben Tate. What do you think? Do you think? I love that he's out of the shadow and it's time for him to go. Do you think he can do anything in Cleveland? I think so. I don't see why not. That is a hard conference. Yeah. You got you got Cincy defense rated number one of the top five. And you got Baltimore's defense one of the top six, I think, right behind it. Right. And, I mean, I just I don't know. I don't know. Of course, he is a hard – he just runs with – what do you call it, aggression? I don't know. You have the camera, you know, you see him in a dark alley, you're like, oh, my God, he's scared. You know, he's, he runs with such veracity. It's crazy. He's a is big that a word? boy. Did that just break one up, veracity? Is that a word? <laughs> anyway, um, thoughts on Ben Tate? Uh, I think uh, out of Arian Foster's uh, shadow, I think it's time for him to just, you know, I think he's going to have a huge season. Good. I mean, he's a wrecking ball. The True. guy's just going to open up holes and say, get out the way. That's true. He is. He is a beast. He is, so, uh, he's all two hundred. I think two hundred thirty some pounds of running back. So that's that's a hard load to come down. And bring yeah. down. So I think it's going to be fun to watch him this year. Well, ladies and gentlemen, look. We we hope we've helped you out. We gave you a little bit of information on some probably the top tier running backs. But real quick, I was going through lists before we get off. I know that some of y'all will have your draft this weekend. There, look, Bishop Sankey, Joyke Bell. You know, you have some other Frank. Gordon. Some of these people are going to slip down. Depending on what league you're in, just be cautious when you pick them. Look, do a little research on these guys. Uh, the Rashad Jennings, uh, Zach, St- you know, these guys are gonna be they're gonna be a value pick in the second, third round if you can get them, or fourth round. Sorry, um, but again, depends on how your league set up. Uh, I've I'm going on the philosophy that if I think everybody's been bit by the running back bug in the latter weeks, and you go to your bench, and guess what? Nothing. You got nothing. You drank too much at the draft. You picked dick. You got nothing. So, I mean, that's why, you know, I, I was trying to, you know, try to get some good backup running backs, uh, but load up. Because the receivers always tend to be a dime a dozen. That's what I'm preaching today. It's my show. I'm in the big boy chair. That's what I'm going to do. Look, uh, I want to thank our sponsors, the Great American Classic. I really want to thank our guest today, John Mark Russell. Appreciate John, it, buddy. It's, it's been a, a pleasure having you here. We're yes, not sir. going to have you again because you know, some person. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we'll come, we can come bring you back again later. You see how you drafted. Sure. Uh, and then when I'm kicking your ass in our league, I'll let you know about it on air because we've had over twenty we thousand downloads. Twenty thousand downloads that everybody will know that. I'll bring my trophy next time. Don't, don't do that. Just don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank. Uh, I want again. I want to thank our, our production team, John Mark, and uh, for everybody here at Fanforma. Who day, baby? Let's go. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.